Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. I'm going to mention some other other uh, sponsors, uh, Physical Therapy Services in Kelowna, Iowa, Brothers Market in Sigourney, Iowa, Eichelberger Farms of Wayland, Iowa, and Hinshaw Trailer Sales and Beyond Beautiful Benches of Richland, Iowa. We have Ryan Timmerman of the Muscatine Journal, and today is the Muscatine Journal Report. Welcome to the program, Ryan. Glad to be here, um, as always. And um, yes, let's. Uh, I'm looking forward to catching up on the area of basketball. Well, you've got a, 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 a several teams. We're going to talk about. Uh, they play each of them played one or two games. Talk a, a little bit about how their start is, and then we'll focus on uh, who plays who on Friday. Yep. Um, so I guess we'll just kind of rattle them off in alphabetical order. Uh, the way I kind of jotted down here, but um, Columbus, uh, they're off to a, a one and one start. Um, recovered to um, after uh, after they started with a loss to West Liberty, recovered um, and beat uh, Lone Tree by one. Um, they have uh, Tim Hills and Oscar Alcala, both averaging double figures. Um, so little little bit of a turnaround there. Um, I think they're gonna maybe get some positive one going and um, kind of you know look to progress through the season. It's a kind of a long way. Hasn't been a program that's had a ton of success uh, in the recent past, but um, but this you know this might be one of their better seasons in in a few years. So um, good things going there, and and uh, always good to be on the right side of those. Um, you know, single-digit point um, differential games or whatever. Well, I, I thought that was a big win for Columbus. You know, Columbus uh, got some, uh, a new coach a couple years ago, uh, took over a program that was pretty depleted, uh, played mm-hmm. uh, uh, much better last year, Was uh, won a few more games and uh, was competitive in a lot of games. But this, I think, was a big win. I, I watched uh, as much of it as I could on YouTube, but it seemed like around the fourth quarter the the, the content just disappeared on me, but, uh, but uh, nice hard fought win. Uh, uh, yep. What do you, what do you think this uh, win's going to do for the Columbus uh, team? Yeah. Um, I mean, anytime you get a one point win, that's uh, it, it, it's kind of a, a multiplier or whatever. It's, um, you know, cause th- those close wins just kind of build confidence in ways that, that other wins maybe don't. Um, and, and they got, they had a couple kids there that, take basketball seriously and and are really dedicated to getting that program back on track in, in the same way that um, some of the football kids were over the off season that and when we saw the the turnaround in the the you know this past football season so basketball season might take a little a uh, little longer path um, you know maybe not quite the quick turnaround like the football team but um, you know it, it all the positive signs are there for for growth and continued um, continued success and everything. And uh, you know, even even on the girls' side, there they couldn't they couldn't field the team two seasons ago. Last season, were three and nineteen, and they're two and one um, this season so far. So uh, you know, just just pos- just keep going in the po- right direction. Keep um, making positive progress. It's not always linear sometimes it's two steps forward one step back but um 
but but all the signs are there for for a program that's kind of entering um, a, a nice new phase of of uh, more success. Yeah, I watched the girls' uh, game finish out, and and as the uh, they lost on a last second shot, uh, heartbreaking yep. loss uh, that was avenged by Columbus's boys, who did the exact yep. opposite yep. to uh, Lone Tree that night. But that was yeah. a, a, a great night of basketball. Uh, uh, for anyone that went to see either one of those games. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And to to have those games back to back where the girls lose by one and then the and then the boys win by one, that's that's pretty crazy to have that kind of turnaround and that turn of fortune, I guess. All right. Well what other what other uh, area games are we talking about? Um, Durant is 0 and one um, both boys and girls. Uh, the boys team lost to Northeast 60-54. to 54. Um, They're kind of led by Nolan DeLong and, and Garrett Hollenbach. Uh, DeLong had 19, Hollenbach had 14 um, to start. So, And both those kids are athletes. We talked about DeLong a lot during football. But, um, you know, they're, they're maybe trying to bring up some underclassmen or or figure out some other roles aside from those two that um, are, are kind of their recipe for success. So uh, I, I think they'll figure it out. They have athletes, um, kids who compete and want to win. So um, I, I think they'll be pretty successful um, in the River Valley Conference. And, um, and, and you know, it's, it's a setback. It's a, but it was, it was a road loss to start the season. And, um, and that's not a bad Northeast team. So I think they'll kind of look to rebound and, and get back to it. And um, better days down the road for the Durant basketball team. Okay. Um, Louisa Muscatine, their boys team is 0-2. A um, couple losses. Uh, they lost to Kyoto to start the season and then um, pretty big loss to Winfield Mount Union, but that's a really good Winfield Mount Union team. Um, girls team down there is one and two, but uh, Ty Northrop and Xander Bieri off to pretty good starts for the boys team. Now it's just kind of filling in around them. Northrop's averaging 18 points through two games. Uh, Bieri's at around 12. Um, Northrop's at eight, eight rebounds a game. Um, so, and he's just a junior. So uh, kind of, Putting again, kind of, kind of like what we talked about with Columbus, where they're um, it's kind of a long-term rebuild, and not not that they can't win now, but it's um, they they want to set up for for long-term success, and and that kind of takes building some some underclassmen and and um, some some hardships now, figuring out roles and stuff. So uh, they'll they'll be fine, but um, but yeah, that's couple losses to some pretty good teams. Well, uh, I actually called those games as I, I'm now uh, uh, calling the basketball for the Coyote mm -hmm. Eagles. Uh, I was kind of impressed with the, the girls team in particular. Uh, I don't, I think they're going to have a fine season. They got a, a, a girl, I can't remember her name, but she was number 41. And uh, she might have scored 18, 20 points against them. She was, Coyote uh, is a little vertically challenged on the girls' side. They, yeah. Uh, Pretty short, to be honest with you. Uh, so they don't have much inside. Uh, if you can get the ball inside on them, they don't have much of an answer to that. And uh, but uh, uh, 
they they take the time with the ball. They run some clock. They pass around a lot. Uh, pretty pretty impressed with them. Uh, I think that Loiza Muscatine's boys uh, uh, have a lot of fire and a lot of a lot of kind of talent. They they don't seem to be extremely deep or anything, but uh, uh, very physical. Uh, I think mm-hmm. there was twenty fouls in the first half of that game between both teams. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, they, neither one of those teams uh, really want to shoot a bunch of threes or outside shots. They want to take the ball right to the hoop, and uh, it was uh, you know it was a very physical contest. And I think. If they, they continue with that kind of effort all the time, they're going to be uh, uh, having a season that, that's going to be remembered. I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bailey Reynolds is a player you're thinking about there, I think. Um, and, and yeah, the girls' team's uh, well-coached. Ken Spielbauer had a ton of success at, at Wapolo on the boys' side before he went to L&M there. So, um, they're, they're – they're, they're, um, kind of a long-term rebuild there again um on both sides but uh but they'll be fine um and kind of figuring it out figuring out uh how to be how to win how to be successful stuff like that yeah all right well what are teams we got um uh muscatine uh girls team is one and one um they beat davenport central the other night to start mac play um Lost to Kenyon Murray's um, Cedar Rapids Prairie team to start the season, but um, but yeah, uh, kind of a young team, really young team um, for the Muscatine girls. But uh, the they'll um, kind of figure out their way to um, you know a lot of good athletes that are multi-sport kids. And um, and then their boys team hasn't played yet. They start Saturday um, against City High, uh, but boys girls doubleheader down there. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, that's about it for for that. We'll get a good look at the boys team here coming up, and um, it's a pretty big win the other night for the girls team to get um, first win for first year head coach Addie Westerkamp. Very nice. Uh, Yep. Um, then uh, Wapolo, uh, their boys team um, lost to Pekin by nine to start the season. That's their only game so far. Uh, Carson Belzer had um, 20 points, 10 rebounds. A good game there. Jackson Lance, um, 16 points. Casey Short, 15. Um, Lance had 10 rebounds as well. So uh, good little, um, good little big three or whatever you want to call it there, but um, it's just kind of filling in the rest of the pieces there in Wapolo. Um, so, you know, anytime you can have three players score over 15, that's a good sign, but um, I don't believe anybody else scored on their roster. So you got to gotta figure out ways to, um, you know, get other kids points or, uh, or, or get um, contributions or whatever from, from elsewhere to, be kind of have some sustained sustained success so um working in some underclassmen there as well and, and kind of turning the page um after uh, maddox griffin and and tate parsons and a lot of kids down there graduated that uh it's kind of a, a hard reset for for that program a little bit because you kind of you get these breaks in between years where sometimes it feels like uh it, it's it's almost double the the gap or whatever because there's just so much turnover on the roster from 
year to year, whereas other years there seems like you bring back most of it. Um, and then girls team down there is two and one. So uh, they'll kind of, they're figuring it out. Um, their only losses to a, a pretty good Wilton team who we'll talk about here coming up, but Tatum Wolford is averaging over 18 points a game there for the Wapolo girls. So off to a really good start there. And she a uh, pretty good wrestler during the winter too. So a uh, multi-sport kid, even during uh, this one season. Well, I talked to uh, Coach Swanson at Pekin, and there, everyone has so much respect for for Coach Swanson and uh, a lot of tradition of winning and, and solid basketball teams there. They they slipped a little bit last year. I think they were nine and sixteen or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. the coach said there was a six games they were you know within a basket or two of winning that they lost. Yep. But yep. Uh, uh, he said he had three three pretty strong players, uh, uh, the long kid and. Uh, uh, Maybe they are going to be off to a good start, um, uh, but that that was kind of an interesting game for both the, us and uh, them too. That, that's kind of a big rivalry between Wapolo and Pekin. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, Pekin ended up pulling it out, and um, and, and you know, uh, I guess just kind of both teams uh, move uh, move on and take what you can from it, learn, and um, uh, I think I think both teams will. Uh, end up pretty good this season. All right. Well, what else are we talking about? Um, West Liberty boys team um, one and one. Uh, they um, have nice start from Jace McHugh uh, and Seth Axum. They're both averaging double figures, but uh, kind of split. You know, split the two. They beat Columbus, lost to Cascade. Um, and there again, I think um, they they took some losses from last year with the gra- graduation of um, Caleb Wolf. He was kind of their leader last year, and um, figuring out uh, different um, different roles and who can step up this year. They um, don't have they only have a few seniors on the team, um, so figuring out leadership roles and, and stuff like that. So. Um, I think they'll be they'll be fine, but uh, um, it's just a matter of um, one step one step at a time, and not haven't had a ton of success again there in the in the recent past. So um, just uh, um, making sure that that uh, things are in place at the under you know underclassmen get it and stuff, and put some stuff in place at the youth level. And, um, and that, I mean, that's the best way to build sustained success. So that's hard to come by overnight, um, there. So I think, uh, they'll be okay there again. Um, girls team off to a rough start girls team opened the season ranked sixth in, uh, three a, but they're off to a, an Owen two start, um, lost to a really good new Alfonda team to start the season. And, um, uh, New Alfonda is ranked number two in 1A. And then uh, this last game, West Liberty lost to um, number seven in 2A Cascade. They let uh, double digit, I believe they had a double digit lead going into the fourth, but let it slip away. So uh, I think better days ahead there. But um, new head coach and Courtney Jones, and then they have Kelsey Jones, who transferred from. City High last year, so um, working in new coach, new faces. Um, but I think I think they'll be okay. I 
I imagine they'll drop in the rankings whenever the next uh, rankings will come out, but I think they'll um, recover and work their way back up by the end of the season. All right. Um, and then that leaves Wilton. Um, uh, I'm, I'll steal kind of I'll steal my own tweet, but uh, I tweeted the other day that um, the Wilton girls lost their opener to Bellevue by 48-35, but have since outscored their opponents 100 to 38 in two wins. Um, that was over Wapolo and Anamosa, so a couple big wins there. Um, Charlotte Brown. Uh, Haley Madlock, Jocelyn Zazer, kind of their big three there. Um, they're all around double figures, points. And then um, uh, Brown's averaging 13 rebounds a game. Madlock and Zazer around eight. So um, they all have good size and, and know the game and everything. So uh, they, they could be pretty good there. Um, might kind of surprise some people after considering they – what they lost last year with uh, especially Kelsey Drake. Um, I think she had 14 or 15 school records by the time she graduated there um, last year. So um, they're figuring stuff out there. Uh, and then the boys team got started the other night. They're one and oh, big 84, um, 45 win over Anamosa. Caden Kirkman had 28, 10, six, six assists, two steals, two blocks. Um, Case and Reed at 18 and 8, uh, and Landon Putman 17 points. So uh, I think they're they're just going to be really good. I believe you had their coach on um, the other day or something, but uh, uh, really, really good things in store for them, I think. Um, uh, big, deep, athletic, uh, just uh, a, a lot going on there for the Wilton boys team. Well, uh, yeah, uh, that Wilton team is is a, a, a pretty uh, a hot team this year. We're going to make uh, – they're coming to Mid Prairie here in a couple weeks or two or three weeks, and I think that's going to be yeah, the round. That'll be, yeah, that'll be a good game. That'll be the round guy game of the week. Uh, well, uh, appreciate the rundown. Could you give us uh, a little look forward into Friday's games? Yeah, um, so we have the – um an overlap here columbus is at um l m so a couple area teams uh head to head there uh wapolo is at waco um and then the uh, muscatine girls will host um pleasant valley uh, uh west liberty is at bellevue and Looks like Beckman Catholic will be at Wilton. So those will be the Friday games. All right. Is any any of those you got circled as uh, pretty competitive? Um, well, looking, looking forward to seeing what uh, both Wilton teams can do again. Um, see if the girls team can ride their hot streak and then see what the boys can do. Um, I think Columbus and L&M is, is an interesting matchup on both sides because um, I, I just think they're uh, that, that's a little bit of a measuring stick game for, for both teams. I think they're kind of um, uh, it's, a, it's a nice way to evaluate where both teams are at, at the, so far in the season because they're kind of in uh, 
uh, on similar tiers or whatever within um, the SEIC there. Um, uh, other than that, I I don't know. Uh, yeah, just kind of figuring out um, where teams fit uh, so far here in the in the early going. Um, so we'll uh, yeah, just kind of looking to see how the Get a feel of the lay of the land, I guess, early on here. Well, that Loiza uh, Muscatine Columbus game that sounds like a pretty good rivalry. Yeah, yeah, and you know, a few miles apart there, so that's kind of um, that's kind of everything you want in high school sports when you get the the schools that are a few miles down the road and and um, of of similar abilities and. and um, you know, the cliche is throw the records out or whatever, but, um, uh, you know, you just, uh, it, it holds true, but, um, but yeah, I, I expect a lively environment there and, um, and just, uh, good, good games and, um, and we'll see what, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Well, is there anything you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Um, not a ton, no. Um, looking forward to getting the wrestling season going here too, and then um, and then taking it from there. Yeah, I don't know, not not much else. All right, well, thanks for being with us. We've been talking to Ryan Timmerman of the Muscatine Journal, uh, and he's he's giving us the Muscatine report. Thanks for being with us. Yep, not a problem.